Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN AM for Friday, October 27th, 2023. And our top story today, apprehension about aging alone. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more is Andrea Rosenhaft. She's the founder of Be Well Strong. Andrea, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, this is, and this is an important topic. Look, America, we were talking about offline America and other countries aging. We have an aging population across all the continents. Um, in particular, there are a lot of Americans that maybe aren't partnered with anybody. And so they may have to age alone or want to age alone. It, it could be a personal decision. Uh, but Andrea, there seems to be some apprehension that people have about aging alone. Of course. I mean, people are concerned about um, that they don't have anybody to take care of them in their, in their, as they get older. They don't have any children. They don't have a partner. They're concerned that uh, something will happen to them in their, um, in their older years. They may have fall. They may not be able to get up. They may have a medical event that um, will um, render them incapable of uh, you know, reaching out for help, or they may um, not be able to take care of what we call their ADLs, their activities of daily life. But uh, they, a lot of people are apprehensive about going into a facility. Um, they don't want to lose their independence. And uh, face it, the uh, facilities are very expensive these days. Um, some of them uh, go up to eight, $9,000 a month. And in order to qualify for uh, Medicaid or uh, Medicare, um, they have to, you know, spend down their income. So, yeah, uh, yeah they, people don't want, people don't want to do that. They don't want to give up their assets that they've worked for all their life. Yeah, and, and really good point. And the other thing I want to get your opinion on this. You know, a lot of a lot of people as they age, if they're single or or even partnered with somebody. They may have a caregiver. Well, caregivers, there's a shortage of caregivers. I mean, it's very hard to find somebody, Andrea, who can either live with you or visit you and is available to help you do things like, you know, dealing with incontinence or dressing, et cetera. Yes. And, um, you know, caregivers also are expensive. And a lot of times insurance won't cover those either. And, um, people end up paying out of pocket for those as well. And, um, you know, to have even care part-time hourly is adds up. Um, and you're right, there is a shortage of qualified caregivers. And to find one that um, will, that you like, that you get along with, that will do a good job, because there are a lot of you know, very qualified caregivers out there, but there are a lot of people that aren't qualified out there as, as well. So that's kind of a uh, lottery also. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, it's just like any human interaction, you're you're going to get along with some people, you're not going to get along with some people. And, and I know I have a friend who recently lost his mother, but he had a caregiver for his mother and, you know, she had to be very accepting of, of that person. 
Uh, Andrea, in terms of our infrastructure, let's talk a little bit about that because you, you talked about some of the hesitancy that people have about aging in place without the caregivers. As a society, whether it's local government or state or federal, are we doing what we need to do from a policy perspective to boost our infrastructure to support all of us as we get older? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, you know, um, there's, you know, there's uh, always uh, rumors going around that, you know, as as baby boomers age, there's a lot of us, and I'm a baby boomer, that uh, Medicare is not going to be there for us, right? That Medicare may run out, that Social Security may run out. I mean, we all hear those rumors that there just may not be the money in place for us to be able to age, Uh you know, and um, we don't know this for sure, but, you know, the the infrastructure isn't there. Uh, the uh, as I said before, the facilities that we may need are just prohibitively expensive. Um, the. Um, the support isn't there for people and to age in place. Um, it's just not there. Yeah. And, and it used to be, I just kind of, I'm not saying you, you paint with a, you know, rose colored glasses here, but when you look back, even in our society, but in other cultures, uh, our elders lived with a family and, you know, I live in Charlotte. My parents live in the Baltimore area, a little hard for them to come down. I mean, they're, they're in their, uh, they're getting a little up there in age, but we don't have the same culture as we once did where the elders kind of moved in and, the family, the, the the younger younglings, younglings took care of the elders. Correct, and um, yeah, there's a, there's a, people live all over the country now um, from their relatives because of um, circumstances like jobs. People go all over the country for jobs, and um, you know, people that. Um, are spread out, don't have the convenience of coming together to care for their family. And more people are also uh, choosing not to have children. Um, more people are choosing to stay single, um, not to partner or marrying later in life. Um, it's just a different society than it was. Yeah. Uh, well, Andrew, I need to take a very quick break. We come back, we're going to talk about some ways that you can improve your perspective for aging in place. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We wanna make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy.
featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Andrea, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. Oh, you're welcome, Jeff. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, this is a fun, fun conversation, important conversation. All right, Andrea, I mean, I think we, we did a great job, or you did a great job. I was just a facilitator. Did a great job kind of laying out the kind of the main crux of the, of the issues, and there are a lot. So let's talk about some ways that we can prepare because can't always rely on other people, especially if you're a single person, don't have a partner. What can we do to put ourselves in the best position now um, as we age in place to, to be in the best position for aging? So I think um, one thing that we can do is try and stay as healthy as possible, right? Which means, um, you know, following our doctor's recommendations and exercising and eating well um, to reduce the risk of medical events or having to... Um, rely on facilities. Um, the other thing is uh, try and, you know, they're saying like loneliness is uh, as bad as cigarette smoking for our health. So if you're at a distance from your relatives, um, even if you don't have a partner or you don't have uh, children, try and form a strong support network friends, like create a family out of friends and get to know your neighbors and get to know people in your neighborhood or your community and strong and form that strong social network of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, and that's, I was going to just follow up on that. I mean, that that's what a lot of people who are aging are doing. Actually, they're like, it's almost like communal living. Some of them are renting homes, um, each occupying a room and there's a communal focus on each other and, and trying to help each other out. That is, seems to me, a really good way of moving forward if you don't have someone to take care of you. Yeah. I was going to say there are um, some uh, organizations which will match you with, which will match older people together with roommates or uh, sharing situations too. Um, I don't know them offhand, but if you, you know, Google them, I'm sure they'll come up. Um, so, uh, for people that don't want to age alone, that want to have that support within their own home or their own apartment. 
Yeah, and, and let's talk about, um, I don't want to leave out the younger generations because, hey, I got news for you. You are going to age as well. Um, but but what can, right? I mean, they're, they're going to age. We all age, right? I'm in my mid-50s. I thought, you know, I get up every morning thinking I'm still 18, but I'm not. I have no hair. I'm older. So everyone's going to age. What are some lessons here for younger people? How do they become involved? If Maybe you don't have a grandparent anymore, but you could get involved it, it kind of works both ways, right? You got the you got building a community as an aging person, but younger people can get involved and help out elders in their community. Sure. I mean, if you have elderly people in your building or elderly people in your neighborhood, just get to know them. Um, maybe especially during the winter months, check in on them, you know, maybe make sure that they're they're alert and they're they're alive, you know, and they're up and they're Okay, once once a week or every or every couple or a couple of times a week that they haven't fallen, that they that they're you know getting around okay. Um, see if they need anything. I mean, um, there's a lot of organizations that will deliver meals if they can't. You know, Meals on Wheels. I'm in New York, so Meals on Wheels comes to mind. Um, and just, you know, maybe form a relationship with one elderly person and maybe somebody else can form a relationship with another elderly person and just check in on them and let you know, let them know that you are there for them should they need anything. Um, it, it can have a payoff both ways because that person is very rich with life experience and can teach the younger person, some very wise life lessons yeah, that I, it would be tough to learn on their own. Yeah. I, I love that you bring that up because I'm, I'm thinking, well, first of all, I think it's rewarding to help other people. That's number one. But two, I mean, just from a, uh, if you're thinking very selfishly, uh, you may not get paid. That's not the purpose, but you can learn so much from somebody who has so much more experience. And I, I always love talk to my mom, talk to my dad, talking to people around me who are older, kind of taking their morsels of information because they lived in a, maybe a different time or lived in a greater span. There's a lot of great information about how to manage your money, how to, what mistakes did they make in their life? What successes did they have? Where do, were they in their career? I, I, I just... What regrets do they have? Absolutely. And, that, and that's something that you can take as a younger person, even someone my age, and, and build that into your life plan so that, you know, that the whole point of, of, in my opinion, the whole point of, you know, life is to learn experience. You can learn from other people and, and bring it into your own, into your own. Uh, Andrew, we're going to have to leave it there. Great conversation, really important topic. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you, Jeff. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to? Well, drop us a line and don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness finance tech, so much more in all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRN Weekly. We'll be joined by financial journalist Jane King, and then we'll be taking a look back at some of our best segments for the week. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving. Don't forget, roll with the changes. But if you're tired of the
Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.